Hello everyone and welcome to Mage the Ascension Technogate 1999 After Party. Uh, so what we are going to be doing here today is we're going to be talking with uh, Phaedra, Malachi, um, Robert, and Tycho about their experience with Technogate 1999. So we have finished up Technogate uh, 1999 at this time, um, and we will be moving over to Technogate 2000, where they will be entering into the year 2000 after a little bit of a time skip that kind of happens, and they kind of come back to everything being kind of crazy. So um, we're going to kind of start off, though, and kind of just go through a little bit of uh, introductions here, as we kind of normally do. And then um, kind of getting, if you want to, along with your introduction, just kind of give us a little bit of a, what did you think was, you know, one of your favorite parts of Technogate 1999? Um, so let's go ahead and start off with uh, Phaedra. Why me? Okay. <laughs> uh, Phaedra Bennett uh, was a, or I guess still is, a uh, black female, age 28, was originally from Vegas, uh, lived with her mother, who was murdered by this dude named Mudden. She went on a manhunt for several years, ended up in Madison, uh, and fell into the technocracy and this band, this group together, uh, and eventually ended up killing him. Uh, she wears a white lab coat, fanny pack, white slacks, black, uh, Black slacks, white blouse, uh, usually disheveled, uh, and ended up being a progenitor. Uh, you gonna have to come back to me what my favorite thing is because I've got several. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, we'll come, we'll we'll come on back to you then. So let's uh, go with Malachi next. Yeah, Malachi. Uh, he's a late twenties military man. Grew up in. Uh, military household, enlisted at 18, did his first tour with the Air Force, got noticed for his proficiency with power systems and firearms, uh, to end up uh, joining with the technocracy, ran a team hunting reality deviants for uh, a good portion of, uh, of that tour, and then in the last year uh, was side-moded um, due to some inappropriate fraternization, although that sounds worse than it actually was, uh, to be the uh, security le uh, leader on um, TG42, which was the Technogate squad that we were a part of. Uh, he's six foot tall, uh, disheveled hair, uh, generally wears uh, jeans and a t-shirt, unless if he's in the field. Favorite gun is a P90. I think that wraps him. And, uh, one of the things I really liked about this this particular uh, season um, series campaign was uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure if it was intentional or not, and maybe we'll talk about it more later. But um, we had a, I feel it was we came up with the idea, but maybe you planted the seeds where we were on this this uh, jumping from node to node, and then we we figured out a way to jump through a node into uh, Altered Earth. And um, I really liked that. It felt like it was a deviation off of the storyline, but it also still felt very um, natural, good. It felt good. 
Yeah, I felt that, that that was actually something that was not planned. You guys were supposed to have, have to have gotten all of the nodes down in order to, to breach the barrier, but I liked the the once you guys went through like with the communication aspect with him, um, that's when I that's when it started developing into this, you know, oh, you know, maybe we should have them try and penetrate the barrier with the now that you're in contact with your father, like you two could work together. Um and and be able to actually breach the barrier without bringing it down. Yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, and that all also ties into, I guess, uh, Tycho getting an actual, you know, moment with his father. But I don't want to take more than, uh, I don't want to take multiple. So, but, but yeah, yeah, I, we'll, I we'll go it. do another round too, and we'll we'll also be talking about other different stuff as we go here. But yeah, that's a that's great little introduction for you. Um, cool, cool. So let's go ahead and go to Robert. Oh, I think we lost you, Robert. How about now? Ooh, I can kind of hear you now. You're a little faint, but not bad. Uh, give me one second. There you go. Sorry. That's you. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't change anything yet. Weird. <laughs> uh, all right. So <laughs> Robert uh, is a kind of late 20s, indeterminate age. Um, just kind of looks like your average guy. A little more attractive than most, but wouldn't stand out in a crowd. Um, he wears glasses. He's got kind of neat, slicked hair, dark brown, and uh, pretty much always dressed in a suit tie the whole works with his briefcase by his side uh for a long time he was undercover with the new world order infiltrating problematic groups and reporting on their behavior to make sure you know no one fell out of line with control uh he was placed with technogate 42 where he started to see things a little differently had a few uh encounters and experiences that changed his uh, view on things a bit and turned his back on control basically and uh, joined Technogate 42 to try and help him save the world and it was my first foray into the world of darkness and uh, it was a whole lot of fun um, as someone who, who I guess the only experience I really had was Vampire of the Masquerade Bloodlines on PC um, and while that's a very fun game, it's like also a very limited view. And uh, it was really cool to get to kind of see such a wide breadth of this uh, kind of game world and universe because of how we were traveling around through this kind of episodic gateway so that we could get a glimpse of a lot of different things. And, and it was a really cool introduction to a lot of different um factions and mindsets and, and everything and it was kind of fun learning along the way um, just because I didn't have much background and I mean obviously my favorite part <laughs> probably the midway through the season um, deciding that I had been an undercover NWO the whole time and getting to drop that nuke and stuff that turned out really fun and this being my first time playing through more than a few uh, sessions with a group, um, getting to actually do something like that that has that weight on on the game and on the campaign and on the group and stuff was a really cool experience. Yeah, so you you had an interesting experience because you you had done like a couple of was it Dungeons and Dragons uh, games that you played? Yep. 
and they yeah. would only go for a couple of sessions, right? Yep, and then and fade out, and yep. So this is the first one that I mean we've been playing almost a straight year plus. Yeah, now. it's crazy to think about actually. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. And then I hear that there's another thing that happened with you just recently to kind of sidebar it off of uh, your, your <laughs> character, and you personally have gotten into the arena of GMing. Is that right? I did. I took my first foray into running the game uh, with D&D 5e. I introduced a couple groups of people to D&D to see how it would go with some friends, and we uh, started with Death House on the Curse of Strahd campaign, and it now turned into a regular weekly thing for both groups that we're doing on Roll20, so that's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, that is that, that is really cool. And you bought the, the module for... Yeah, yeah. That. Bought so, the whole Curse of Stroud module on Roll20, and I can definitely recommend it considering the price for how much content you get. It's cool. I definitely no, want no to... No ad for Roll20. <laughs> I don't... I'm not supported by Roll20. <laughs> I mean, we do use their platform, so... You we know, do. And, and yeah. I, am, I am very Actually, interested Roll20, to look at that. Roll20, if you want to support us, <laughs> wink, wink, and hint. <laughs> look how good I am when you don't pay me. Right. Uh, <laughs> Awesome. All right. And then last but absolutely not least, we have Tycho. Tell us a little bit about your character. What was one of the favorite things that you had uh, moments inside uh, Technogate 1999? All right. So I played Tycho Vance, who is about 6'1", uh, also in his late 20s, white male, uh, short cropped hair, typically wears metallic jumpsuits very retro futuristic kind of style lots of times he's wearing goggles uh, that are kind of ridiculous uh he's the uh son of legendary adventurer buck samsonite and uh his his mother that i think we i think i finally decided on elizabeth vance is her name uh, uh and she was the uh she's in charge of the research and execution division at the uh the local construct there in madison uh so i grew up at the the construct and was uh, awakened at a, a fairly young age uh and somewhat exposed to werewolves as well and then uh when i was 18 i went on an adventure with those werewolves uh, and came back a few years later uh, after tragedy struck somewhat my fault, but who knows? Uh, the werewolves don't like me that much anymore. Uh, and uh, my mom got me a job at the Construct on Technogate 42, uh, and that turned out to be part of some sort of conspiracy, apparently, because uh, we were fated to be involved in all this shit. So that turned out good, I guess. Oh yeah, you were part of a conspiracy. That's fucking sure. <laughs> yeah, um, and you know what my favorite part was? was uh just just at the last part of uh of this season the uh the part where we decided that we needed to uh buff up our mind spheres and we all got to kind of narrate our own little worst fear kind of thing and it was a i thought it was a really good glimpse into all of our backstories and our psyches uh, and 
I, I honestly wish we could have done more with that, but it kind of came on unexpectedly. And uh, I think we did a good job with, with it, though. I think I think it's something that I want to revisit um, every like season of Technogate almost like every every season we'll have a fear episode where we'll get to dive into your brain and find out maybe a little bit more about what those secret fears that your character had or traumas or events that have happened in their lives trying to bring out more because I do agree I wanted to I wanted to do more we did quite a bit because we had uh, it was kind of fun because we did have ricky go through it with you and then i did my other you know because you prepped and get ready to fight your your fears by going with ricky and having or with uh um, richard and, or yeah, robert and having him kind of get you guys all prepped and ready and then you guys did another one with me um uh, but i did want to do a lot more with that what i what i really wanted to plan on do was sit down and talk to you guys about your characters and really work with you independently and so that would be something that um that i think i want to do next time if we do something like that to kind of sit down with you guys and really really get in into your character's head with you so that we can we can kind of role play out some pretty crazy fearful stuff this uh, is just you know a really good trope for storytelling so um yeah so awesome thank you all for coming to the after party here thank you all for playing in mage the ascension technogate 1999 um we do have a lot on the horizon um for this game but let's kind of look back a little bit and take a look at a couple of things um one thing that you guys did was a lot of reality hopping you guys went to a lot of different places in in the the universe um from technogate to technogate 1999 um is there anything in Technogate 1999, any specific area that you guys went to that you felt was the most fun? And so I'll kind of do like a little bit of a round here. Um, so Phaedra, what was your favorite realm that you um, went to in, in Technogate 1999? It had to be the Dreaming. That, was, that one was fun and hilarious, but how, how many times we messed it up? Or... uh. Or when we went to that video game uh, area where people kept rolling ones. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The digital web was uh, was interesting. I really did like um, the the dreaming. We spent a lot of time in the dreaming with, but spent three episodes, I think, in the dreaming. We did the near dreaming, the far dreaming, and the deep dreaming. Um, was there any th any specific event inside of the dreaming that that made you just kind of like? that really stands out in your memory? Uh, it'd have to be in the cave with the kids uh, when we first met the dragon, which, what did, you, what did you name him? I forgot. Oh, the kid? Yeah. Oh, what was the kid's name? I do remember. No, I thought, you, thought she meant the dragon. Dragon too, but the kid was funny. <laughs> Almost messed that up. Right away. <laughs> oh, wasn't it just Falcon? Oh yeah, it was yeah the uh, Falcon because yeah it was Cause it's, cause it's, Falcon. it's Falcor. Falcor, yes, yeah. Falcor from uh, uh, the Neverending Story, basically. That that was so that and that that was one you guys picked that up just before you guys because the kids were the the deep dreaming right, and and Falcor, I think you guys got him in the 
near dreaming when you guys were f just before fighting pirates. Yeah. About jumbling it up? Probably. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's uh, go ahead and move on to Malachi. Tell me a little bit about um, what was one of your favorite realms that you that you got to play in? Uh, the A realm I really liked would have been uh, Pangea. Um, I really liked that place. One that I would want to spend more time in would have been Digital Web. Uh, that was by far. Although I forgot about the dreaming, and now, like I really like the pirate, the pirate scene. That was just it was just stupid fun. Um, yeah, you I, you it, dropped, it wasn't... jumped off of the dragon, slammed down onto the deck of a pirate ship, and just started murdering people. Like you were in like full suit armor, basically the the armor we got here um, on the screen. And then what? It was Malachi, or no? Um, it was. Tycho, who who flew down as like a fucking, he had like feathered winged angel wings on his back, didn't he? Yep. Phaedra game. Yep. yep. It was the most not Technogate Technogate game that we'd ever played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got tied into uh, uh, my backstory a little bit, that pirate ship specifically. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to go ham on it. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It was from a dream that you had. So you you yep. you'd been part of this, you know, been attacked by this pirate ship in a dream at one point. That's right. That was really cool. Yep. And I was all like, "Burn it all down!" And everybody else is just like, "Hey, dude, calm down a little bit. This just this is just kind of how it works here." <laughs> so, but uh, but I I liked the 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 presence uh, the werewolves um, in Pangea. I just the, I didn't like the fact that none of my freaking shit worked <laughs> um and the digital web is just so expansive you can do you know you can do anything i, would, I wouldn't mind spending more time time there so hopefully that covers your question absolutely absolutely all right so uh let's move on to robert tell us a little bit about what you thought was one of uh your favorite realms that you visited uh i was a big fan of when we headed down oh wait that was the other one wasn't it never mind i'm thinking of the first season um <laughs> this season uh i actually really enjoyed the when we went to i'm not going to remember the name of the world but we did, we had the race there Autochthonia. Um, yeah that was a long that that is a setting that i've definitely never really played in like anything close to that and and just the idea of like the the race with the role moments and all that like that that was a lot of fun that was cool yeah i really i really liked that one i thought it was really interesting because we wanted to go and i feel like we did a little bit better job of ep episodic here we did have a little bit arc a little bit more arky um stuff that happened in the in the background you know like you always had to go to a node because of the major arc but i think we did a pretty good job of making it pretty episodic but some of the episodes were longer than others and we had the first episode was going to um not this it was it the sirius solar system shit now i can't remember it was not alpha cent no it was the sirius solar system not not alpha centauri i think in any case, you guys went to a, a, another planet and then um, or another solar system. 
And then the next episode immediately after that was supposed to be just a short race thing that we were going to do. And it just turned out to be, I think it was like, what, three or three episodes, I think. Yeah. And it just went all over the place because we had like getting you guys. Go ahead. A kidnapping mystery in it involved. (laughs) There was. There's kidnapping, drugs, death, destruction. Blacking out. Like, yeah. Yeah, you blew up the car in front of us. So, of course, it had to go for three episodes. (laughs) You think we're just going to let that slide easy? (laughs) Threat to our life. Yeah, we don't know how to keep our heads down. And then you guys... And then, Should we just let the authorities handle it? Fuck no. I love how that's your favorite episode, or that one of your favorite realms. And I was gone for one of the... For yeah. one of the three episodes, you were the, the kidnapped. Like, so it was one of our... I was like, okay, so Ricky can't be here to this week. What do we do? You know what? I'm going to have him get kidnapped by the bad guy that's here. And and then they're, they're going to have to do a chase scene before, you know, so that I could get a little bit more of the, like racing quote-unquote in in autochthonia um kind of feel to everything and uh and yeah that was a lot of fun um but then we did we i mean because you did participate in the beginning when it was like all an investigate uh, um like murder investigation wasn't it in the beginning it was like a someone tampered yeah they tampered with the car and we were trying to figure out who it was and yeah Yeah, because who done it turned into me getting kidnapped turned into yeah it was it was all over the place it was great back to racing when you guys actually did get to race and it tied in huge to the whole progenitors and vicissitude thing uh yeah true yeah we had the big vicissitude arc from that which is not done with like you you guys still have vicissitude uh in, in your ranks right now um you guys do know a lot more about vicissitude, which is really cool, um, and that is something that you might have to deal with in Technogate nine or T- Technogate two thousand. Might have a lot to do with the, the lingering ancient things that that might be out there. So yeah, that that was that was definitely a huge um, huge moment. I feel for Technogate, and I really liked that opening as well. Like the. The feel of of uh, Autochthonia did feel like it was a different realm from a GM perspective. Like it just was completely different game than a lot of the other places that we've gone to. And it was the one that tied up really well with your parents. Like basically everything you guys did there, there was no such thing as, you know, vulgar techno magic there. <laughs> yeah, and that's always fun. Awesome. All right, and then uh, last but not least. Um, Tell us what you thought, uh, Tycho. What was one of your favorite realms that you got to uh, play inside of? Okay, so I've got, I think, let's say three. Um, so first I'm going to say at the at the tail end of Autochthonia, the way we lost the race was absolutely amazing. Uh, and I think it was, it was Phaedra botched a roll and turned into the big hulking vicissitude monster. And the way that I resolved it, because I think it was when we were going off a jump. Uh, and yep, I was like, yep. I act, I, I activated Sosie, who has been such an amazing support character this season. Uh, and she 
basically exploded the 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 car around us and enveloped us and i put enough quintessence into her so that she could fly uh that was that was awesome yeah and then you just blew across like got through all the obstacles a little problem and just like blew the finish line no we just did we did we i don't think we finished the race i think we just flew off you might have just i i feel like you did finish the race and you and you won but it was one of those it's the fucking void engineers again with their fucking around and always yeah. cheating in order to win this race but they don't care because they're never yeah. here for winning but, anyways yeah it was such a beautiful way to end the race um okay so there's that one and then okay second is i mean this is really early so when we took the ship to find the vicissitude planet or something like it and we got pulled into that vampire's realm we knew it as a meat planet at the time yes but the the vampire's realm was not the meat planet right it was the thing was, blocking uh, you it was yeah. more victorian uh in the middle of woods yeah so uh the first thing that i enjoyed about that was i created the the two red shirts lysander and tessa who are the people i yell at on the ship uh and then when we were in the room with the vampire we all uh that was that was the episode where uh where robert kind of had his mental break and so we were kind of in a semi marauder state and at some point i monologued and i i I pointed at uh malachi and i'm like light me up and all of a sudden there was just a spotlight and he turned it on and I did a little monologue that was... You did some singing. Really enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, uh, just a monologue. <laughs> Is that... Yeah, that was that episode, too. I yeah. think the singing was a different part of the episode, though. It happened probably right after. Might have been, it might have been. I feel like the monologue came first, and then the spotlight came when you wanted to do the singing. Uh, no, no, it was, it was the spotlight, and then the monologue. Um... I think the singing might have come earlier. There was there was multiple singing. I remember that as like the semi sober player of the group. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For that episode, I was I might have had a few beers. Um, uh, but I, speaking of singing, um, I uh, wait. Did you have some? Well, I I remember the moment of you going like turn on the spotlight, and I'm just like thinking to myself as as the person, just like. There's no spotlights here. We're in a Victoria mansion. I'm just like, well, I'm just going to ask. Uh, I look around. Is there a spotlight? And Josh is like, yeah, there's a spotlight right there. I'm like, all right, we're just going to do this. This doesn't even need, make, need to make sense anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really I fever that, dream. That moment of that, of that episode uh, stands out to me. Just like, we need spotlight. Oh, there's one right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, speaking of singing, uh, the last one. Uh, is okay so when we went to the digital web uh i I can't remember so so we were in the digital web in our ship and then we projected into the other part of the digital web where you can walk around and like do stuff and then while we were in one of those realms we had a bunch of botches and so we were incepted down another level and i think i was on the ship like i was 
but it was like a a mental space of the ship. It was a representation of the ship in my own mind. Uh, and then I kind of jokingly said that when I was a kid, a way to calm myself down was to sing the theme from Cheers in a German accent. <laughs> and so I did that. And that's my favorite part. <laughs> Yeah, the incepting the digital web, which caused you to incept the digital web, which caused you to destroy <laughs> a chunk of the digital web, which then got rebuilt and brought back after the paradox realm that you were inside of, which was the the ship was like falling apart because like magic wasn't working or technology or tech, techno um, enhanced technology was not working properly in the realm that you guys had shoved your ship into after, um, you know, a, a failed botch inside of the digital web, which is supposed to be a little bit different. I took a lot of liberties um, with that. Whiteouts are supposed to be more of a thing with the digital web than going into some kind of paradox realm. But I wanted to have fun. Um, and, and I'm, you know, I, we, we had fun. That was, that was a blast. Um, I really liked how, you know, it, I think it was like everybody came out it was like freaking out about like we need to like turn off the engines and do all this stuff and like I just remember that uh, Robert just like was like I'm gonna meditate like I'm just <laughs> yes yeah. I'm, I'm just chilling I'm just gonna try and relax <laughs> and it's like that was the solution like and it and nobody jumped onto it like right away you guys kept on trying to like fix up stuff and then I think. I think the way that you guys got out of there was eventually like you guys did like a little like uh you know peace pipe uh kind of powwow with uh I mean not exactly but uh with with Robert's character and kind of did this meditation session in order to uh to get you guys out when of that room. Out, man. Power <laughs> of the mind. I'm definitely not turning into anything scary. <laughs> The amount of backslides we had in the previous episode just to get to that point of <laughs> truly screwing it up <laughs> was astounding. Yeah, like like uh, like I do, I like to say in for uh, World of Darkness especially is one of those games where botching really does make the story better. Like there, if if you do it right, botches are not meant to make the players suffer it's meant to create interesting integral story events that happen that you know are completely unexpected and the gm has to be very on his feet to be like how do i make this botch cool yet still be a botch and not you know just cool for for rolling a one awesome all right uh, so one of the other things that I kind of want to go through with you guys is there was there any um, anything that you guys would like to see would like to have seen more of or something that something that you didn't get in Technogate 1999 that you're really hoping to get out of Technogate 2000. Um, so I'm really kind of looking for kind of suggestions here on how you know what what you think you would like to see coming up in, in, in Technogate 2000 if it's, you know, I want more of the same. Um, I know one of the big things and kind of a, you know, I mean, we're spoiling a bunch anyways, this entire thing, but one of the big things that we're, we're doing is moving to the year 2000 where you guys have lost contact with 
everybody. Technogate has been shut down and basically decommissioned. Um, the, the, the gate is still there, but it's unpowered. There's a little bit of a backup power supply, and you guys kind of have access to that hangar because you're the only ones that really know that it exists as far as you understand. But you guys have not been, uh, you know, you, you didn't immediately jump back in and try and, uh, you know, basically... Either you guys are going to go turn yourself into the government and be like, hey, we used to be part of this organization called Technogate that was part of the military in a, in a way, shape, or form. Could you, could you tell us what to do? Um, or you guys are going to go off and do your own thing or take over Technogate and do... Um, but I'm just kind of looking for, um, you know, is there something that you would like to see come back in Techno, uh, Technogate 2000 that was in Technogate 1999? Um, or are you looking forward to anything in Technogate 2000 that's going to be around the idea that you no longer are part of a greater organization and you can either make your own organization or you guys get to do your own independent stuff? Um, so I'm going to start off once again with uh, Phaedra. Uh, it would have been harder to do it, back then and that's why it wasn't that much of an issue uh but uh diving into your contacts or uh pre your like your background more because clearly you uh people had more um involvement with other people that were outside of our group that could help or or help with solutions or problems uh now, since everything has blown up, you will have to probably rely on some of those old contacts. Um, yeah, so definitely yeah, want to make. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna make sure that you know if you had backgrounds and contacts and stuff like that, you're able to pick up like your non supernatural contacts. Um, people like uh, Maxi and stuff like that might be adventures that you have because i mean obviously if you want to go contact maxi you can't just call her at this point um you have no way of getting a message directly to her but you might be able to come up with some kind of magical thing you know you guys uh, or advanced technology thing to get you know to the realm of inventium but the you know the thing is if you go to inventium you might find out what happened to maxi if you you know try and look for the madison magi you might be able to find what happened to jd um, you know, if you if you go looking for your mother, which, you know, uh, or Tycho's mother, who is MIA right now, um, if you go looking for Tycho's father, you know, these are all options for you guys um, to kind of lead the way for me to rebuild up your supernatural contacts. But I do um, think that there will be a good amount of time in the beginning that if you guys want to focus on your non-supernatural contacts as well, you don't necessarily need to, like, have a whole go-to-another-realm-in-order-to-find-them type stuff, um, you know, or, or but we'll, I can definitely get into delving in much more into your background uh, NPC characters that you have as allies and contacts and the like. What the hell did you do to my mom? Where's my mom? She's, she's MIA, you know that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> MIA, missing in action. Well, she wasn't, like, going on missions and stuff. She was going to work. I suppose that's some action. <laughs> that's true. That's true. She's you know more what your mom was doing. 
<laughs> That's true. She was part of some sort of crazy conspiracy. She was part of the crazy, crazy conspiracy, so she might have been actually MIA during that time. Um, what you do know is that there was some big fuck-off war that happened between the technocracy and the um, the traditions, and that you know some great event happened that kind of stopped that from that war from happening any further and basically as far as you know a bunch of fucking really important people went missing you know after and it was right around july of 2000 or 1999 weird huh <laughs> um but yeah so there will definitely be investigations into that um so malachi tell me what what would you like to see um, in 2000, or what would you like to, um, you know, have differences from 1999, anything like that? Um, oh, nope, nope, I'm here. I'm just, uh, I'm just thinking. Uh, there's, you know, as a, as a player, I'm, I'm, I'm playing in the world that is provided for me. And so um, it's hard to think like, oh, well, what, what do I want different in the world? Um, I do like the option of using higher level magic and so i hope that we basically just keep going as we have been slowly slowly getting stronger and then we can do more and cooler things um and uh, honestly i'm fine either way like i i could see us taking over the techno gate and basically running as a rogue operation until we get caught and have to deal with that or hooking back up with somebody that's going to be be giving us missions um I can. I. I would be fine. Fine either way. Uh, <clears throat> no, I. I think that that's. I. One thing about Mage that's challenging, or about the, the the system uh, that we're playing in, is uh, with all systems actually. Apparently, uh, you know, high level magic is uh, is uh, generally not experienced. Granted, it can be challenging to run a game with a bunch of people with have have sphere fives of, of stuff, or five in spheres. But it would be cool to to uh, to keep progressing in that path and and end up doing some some really epic level epic level shit. Yeah, I think that that's going to be kind of the focus of of this game is that um, coming up in two thousand, you guys are going to be like some of the most powerful mages that you know of, um, you know, and possibly some of the most powerful mages in all, on all of Earth. Um, you know that there's, you know, a lot of people that are missing in action or dead. There's a big, huge fuck-off war thing that happened and, you know, an end-of-the-world the action that was being taken place by this nameless guy um, before he got, you know, so, it bombed, basically, by your guy's super nuke. Um, <laughs> so, you know that there was a bunch of stuff kind of going on, and... Now everybody's kind of lower level, but you, the your guys are going to have the opportunity to use those higher level magics to mess around with stuff to be able to kind of really set things up the way that you want them to be to really give you guys charge. Which is one of the reasons why I'm removing the the leadership above you. You know, you're not. I didn't want it to be like you guys became leadership well there is still other people there and stuff like that all you know i felt like wiping the slate clean would allow for you guys to get into higher level magic without being impeded by everybody else that has higher level magic and the concepts of of just there's 
there's a lot that goes into the world of darkness. So if you wipe away a huge chunk of the super meta that's kind of going on, you kind of opens up players to do crazy stuff like take over an entire city without having to worry about, you know, some ancient vampire that's going to pop out of the ground and eat you for doing so. Well, um, give me an idea. <laughs> So, I mean, there's there's going to be uh, definitely a lot of focus on getting you guys, um, you know, allowing you guys to use higher level magic and to have fun with it. Um, we're, we're, I mean, the one thing that's nice is that you guys are restricted by your paradigm. I mean, as much as I think like the beginning of technocracy is where things get really easy to be able to pull off a lot of stuff. Um, but when you get into like the higher level magics of doing rituals to wipe out like an entire city, you got to get a little bit more inventive than drawing a pentagram around the city and doing some, you know, death rituals or something like that. You know, it's all about like, well, I'm tapping into the phone system that allows me to get like, I'm amping all the electricity. So it has to jump through and then I have to get a power supply that's like 4 billion gigawatts or whatever. So that I can, you know, you got to like get super elaborate. And I mean, I guess you could go the other way too, but even so it's 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 also your mind doesn't really it's hard to just kind of be like how can i say that technology can do anything um and then you got to go into these like you know techno babbly star trekky type kind of thing so that's kind of where you guys are heading with your higher level stuff is just trying to explain why the hell you would be able to do something with technology rather that that really is starting to enter into the realms of Come on, man. That's fucking magic. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to happen. But uh, uh, that sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. And then, uh, Robert, what uh, what would you like to see coming up in um, Technogate 2000? Uh, I think I'm really looking forward to building out more of a background and kind of like Phaedra said, maybe like discovering some contacts and stuff whereas i've spent you know the last two seasons kind of getting a feel for just more of the game and the setting and all that in general i think i'm finally kind of ready to feel like i can take part in it too in the world in a way um and i'm looking forward to kind of getting some of that in there um on top of i don't know just having that freedom for a little bit especially as 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 cool as it was to do the NWO thing, it kind of like puts you into a pretty narrow box. So it's kind of interesting to think now I don't really have to have that fear of repercussion anymore and see where that kind of leads the character, um, especially as I'm kind of building out that background now, finally. <clears throat> yeah, I would say that uh, season one and season two and the original season zero um of technogate which is season zero season one of technogate and then technogate 1999 for the three seasons that we've done so far um has been railroady as fuck i have i i have thrown you guys onto a railroad and you guys have followed really well actually like to 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 credit to your credit you guys are some of the best players i've ever had when throwing you onto a train and having you guys go somewhere um it's been kind of interesting to see how you guys have stuck with the path. You guys haven't really been like, I'm go, I want to really go off path here. You've done some crazy stuff, done your own things to kind of have, you know, really build up what we've been doing and add to your character, rounding out your characters and, 
um, stuff like that. But you haven't like been like, okay, I would, I just want to go to Las Vegas today because I just want to go sh- make a shit ton of money because you know I'm gonna build this mansion over here or whatever. Um, even though you've done some things like Phaedra has her own house and stuff like that, she's we've built that concept and that that place up to a certain degree, um, which I tore down and Phaedra had a whole fucking freak out. But now she knows that it's actually in all of her stuffs in storage because she she had a bunch of very important things <laughs> that needed to go in storage. That's um, important sometimes. Yes, yeah, so some clone, <laughs> quote-unquote, like, material from, let's just say, somebody's mother, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but, uh... Do you know about that in-game? I don't know. Uh, do... do... Do listeners know about that? Because we've mentioned it. I think listeners have, have we've definitely mentioned <laughs> it to to listeners. It may be kind of. I, I think a lot of it has been discussed off air, though, with with Vatra about what. No, what... I think I brought it up during that uh, thing with Robert uh, when he went into my memories. Oh yeah, and I brought it up multiple times. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we all know Phaedra's crazy and going to try and bring back her mother. <laughs> Is it crazy <laughs> if you can actually do it, though? Yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah. I think so. I think that's, yeah. I mean, well, I guess it's not, uh, what's the thing doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the same result? That's not, uh, that's not crazy. I haven't attempted it yet, so it's not crazy. <laughs> 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 insane you're not insane we're not saying you're insane we're just saying you're crazy because if you were okay. insane you'd be doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result but you're not doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result you are literally just doing something crazy <laughs> okay the thing is, so it's it's 1999 has full metal alchemist come out yet i don't think so i don't think so no no i think that's uh yeah, that's got to be beyond 1999. It's like 2004 or five or something. Yeah, just trying to bring your mother back. <laughs> yeah, we all know how that ends. I didn't, I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I do not get that reference. Oh, really? Oh, Malachi could be the empty suit of armor. <laughs> not my brother. So, Malachi, you haven't seen uh, uh, Full Metal Jacket at all? Full Metal Alchemist. Or Alchemist. <laughs> I think I saw... That's the one where they gotta draw... They have to, like, they have to draw the symbol on the ground for the magic to exist. Yeah. Or it doesn't have to be drawn, but it has to be drawn. And so, like, there's always, like, a, a reveal. Like, surprise magic! Yep. Type deal. Yeah, the... Okay, the I think it's one episode. Yeah, the um, in-world... I do remember a suit of armor drawing on the ground and having both hands covering it. And then he suddenly opened his hands up and, like, a big freaking energy blast, I don't know, destroyed the room or the planet. It's hard to say sometimes. <laughs> In anime, it's hard to say. Yeah. yeah the, the in-world paradigm for Full Metal Alchemist is basically hermetic symbology magic uh, through, uh, or um, interpreted through alchemy being uh, the, the basic idea of equivalent exchange. Um, oh yeah, you gotta you gotta always have to pay something to to do anything. I, I know I know like a little bit about it. I mean, it is a popular show that's in pop culture. But the, the main thing about it is that the reason why these kids are all fucked up, why one's in armor and the other one's leg and arm is ripped off, is because they tried to bring back their mother, and in doing so, created some crazy. Fu- depending on which show you're watching, because there's like 
two different versions of Full, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and the uh, one's like Brotherhood, and one of them is way more like gets way more into detail about how fucking crazy things are. Like, I don't know if maybe both do, but yeah, they end up making some weird ass fucking monstrosity basically that get their arm ripped off and his brother gets completely and utterly destroyed. <laughs> Yep, yeah, so those Teradex Smash glasses are a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, awesome, yeah. So, uh, last but not least, uh, Tycho, what would you like to see um, with Technogate 2000? Um, well, my big thing is, uh, I think this is kind of what Phaedra was going towards, was as we explore this new world this new paradigm kind of bring in our backstories a little bit so like i know Tycho is like one of the first things he's gonna do is like okay my mom's gone technogate's gone who do i reach out to well the werewolves uh that's probably the big one for me uh maybe even try to rig up the technogate to get back to um, what is it? Cyber Realm, which is where most of my adventures occurred. Uh, which is also where I told Sosie to take my dad back to. Um, at the end of uh, '99, and I th- I think there's a lot of interesting stuff in our our backgrounds. Like uh, for Robert, he was embedded with how many different reality deviant groups, you know. They might not know who he was at the end. He could reach out to some of them. We could, you know, make up some of that backstory. Uh, Malachi, kind of the same thing. We there, There's no indication that he left that uh, the, the reality deviant friends on, a, on bad terms. He was just removed. And Phaedra went on uh, quite a, uh, I think it was a, was it a year or two before you uh, were discovered by the technocracy? So, like, you had that whole uh, investigation of your mother's death. Oh uh, yeah. You know, bring in, kind of, kind of develop our backstories, kind of, kind of show, show some of that uh, as we investigate this new world. Yeah, definitely. That is going to be um, something that I would like to definitely do. Um, so that's something that we should all sit down and uh, have, you know, a little powwow session at some point, uh, probably independent of, of game night, and just kind of go over what background characters that you'd like to investigate into or, you know, try and get back in touch with and kind of try and develop some of these uh, more integral characters that are part of your background stories. Um, and so, I yeah, I would like to delve into the werewolf stuff um, definitely want to delve into like the reality deviance that both Tycho and or both uh, both Robert and uh, Malachi have dealt with, and then you know any of the a uh, lot of old contacts maybe that Phaedra has from before she was in Technogate that she wouldn't have really used well being in part of Technogate um, that might now kind of open it up, and this kind of moves me into the next kind of phase here of of questions of. Um, and I kind of want to, instead of kind of doing a round here, just kind of open this up for you guys to kind of discuss amongst yourselves um, at this point. It's like, what do you, what, now that you know you, you're back 
in Technogate. Uh, Technogate, it's abandoned. You you have none of your immediate contact. You you no contact with anybody you immediately know in order to kind of catch up. There's only these basic kind of files that you're able to get access to that have all a bunch of it's been corrupted data and stuff like that. Um, so you guys are kind of piecing together things. Is I, I just want to see is your next as a group decision is your next move going to be like rebuild Technogate you know under your construction or is it like you know you're going to abandon that whole concept move on to doing something else or are you going to you know turn yourself into the government basically and be like we've been missing for a year we were part of the nuclear blast that happened out in the middle of fucking outer space and we belong to a secret division called technogate that lives underneath the tech <laughs> which with all of these you know and anything else because this is where the world like i said you know before it was very much here's the railroad here's the fucking train get on we're going let's go there and I think Technogate 2000 is much more going to be a sandbox where you guys are starting off with a bunch of question marks around every object and every person in the city that you know or don't know. <laughs> and you have the option of now, you know, starting the, I want to click on that and find out what that person is and who they are and how they can help me, you know, or where is Maxi? I want to go look for Maxi, so I'm going to, you know, start doing that. But there needs to be a foundation of where we start. Are you guys rebuilding Technogate? Are you trying to get the government to rebuild Technogate? Or are you just going off and doing your own thing and being like, well, we're not Technogate anymore. And so I'm just going to kind of open that up to the floor here and let you guys kind of discuss if there's any direction that you really feel strongly about. I don't know anything about the technocracy. Uh, I mean, as as my player character, she is the freshest installment of uh, the technocracy. But she does like the progenitors. Uh, I think she would just focus, at least for now, rebuilding uh, the academy and making a bunch of pharmaceutical companies at this point, getting um, information going. So unless the other group is, is trying to get the technocracy together, I'm not sure. Well, I'm, I'm thinking the, you know, the first step is, um, I, I can't remember what the, the name of it is, but it's the, the hierarchy of needs. It's like, first we need water, then it's food, then it's shelter. Uh, so, like, probably using the... Because the, we, we got sent back to the techno gate, But there's just nobody there. Right, yeah. And everything's who... kind of de decommissioned. And, and you guys can use, like, probably portals or even fuck with the techno gate a little bit to let you, oh. like, jump in and out of there. With But you do have a problem that walking in and out of that place is not fucking easy. It's a very secure Air Force... You know, like a, a National Guard Air Force base, basically. Well, I mean, that's that's I think the my my first thing is figure out like who controls this. Uh, is this a place we can set up? Uh, and then alternately, where is a place we can set up? And then, you know, let's just assume we're going to stick together because it's a game. Um, I would say one of the things <laughs> that that with Technogate at this point in time, the facility itself is kind of in this air quotes of it doesn't exist anymore. The only problem is its physical location for you. 
is underneath the the air or the um national guard air force base um so the thing is though is that you i believe you guys have access to like correspondence three and four and you have access technically to the techno gate so there are ways around um you could also you know use magic and an or influence to try and get influence inside of the government in order to somehow get it underneath your name officially getting it into your name is going to take some a lot of work and or churn yourself into the government which doesn't necessarily mean you'll get it then but you know maybe you would maybe you would maybe you'll just get your heads chopped off but there's uh you know there's there's definitely possibilities but at this point in time nobody really owns technogate so it is technically open to be your shelter um it just is you you'll have to do a little bit more for technogate than you would for almost anything else but technogate also holds a bunch of treasure trove of shit you know including a technogate yeah i mean i think i think Tycho part his initial journey would be figuring out all of that stuff you know kind of trying to figure out what the state of the world is mm-hmm. i kind of feel like is the the but right but how are you going feeling? about that are you guys setting up as like a base or you know in technogate going to different realms going to you know and that's and we'll we'll kind of get into the the more nitty gritty of it i'm just kind of getting an idea of like what direction you guys are kind of going but it sounds like you're also going in the direction of like you would meet back up with werewolf contacts and you know kind of you're not um you're not you're not looking to set up your base of operations first you're looking to get your um get information uh first before setting up your base of operations yeah get the bearings okay um so that's something that yeah we could definitely focus in the beginning of the game on on getting you know some basic information um and so in that case um in that case, then you wouldn't be using Technogate probably as your base of operations since it's in such an unknown state for you. Yeah, also trying to figure out where to set up. That's, well, that's I mean, that could be an episode in itself. Yeah, it's like getting contacts so that you can get information and then also money is my big thing. So lots of money to get information. Malachi is uniquely set up for this. <clears throat> he has some old friends that are possibly mages if he wants to turn away from the technocracy. He's still the military man, though. Um, I think that his most important thing is going to be keeping everybody safe until he, he, until he decides that, he's, uh, that you are, and he's done, he's done having to do that job. Um, and then, depending on where we're at, you know, obviously he'd make a decision from there. Oh yeah, Phaedra uh, has her own way of doing that too. Because I could see, I could see both turning, going into the government, and being like, "Let's get back into a new." There's obviously a new techno gate or a new technocracy program someplace. It's not like they're going to just disappear. You know, they might have gone covert, but they're still out there. Uh, to <laughs> hey, let's go check out some <laughs> reality deviants and just you know. I don't think they're as bad of people as the technocracy made them out to be. Um, you know, and anywhere in between. Although yeah, he will eventually need a shop. He's going to eventually want a workshop oh. with like a mill and a lathe and you know, work on his matter. 
I think the biggest debate that our group of uh, our is going to have is whether we maintain technocracy status quo with uh, deviants or do we lax those policies? Because as of now, we're we're basically the bigwigs. Well, we we don't know that yet. True. Um, well, you do know that everybody that that everybody that was like on the list of big wigs that you do know is MIA. Yeah, there's got to be a a branch in DC, you know, or there's got to be other branches out there that we could touch base with if we wanted to. True, but do do we want to incorporate? their policies or do we want to start our own branch is that's the big debate and if so are we willing to fight them for it are they the ones with hit marks yeah the technocracy uh, has hit marks okay. uh, specifically iteration X um, yeah I'd, I'd kind of like to explore the idea of the the possibility of transitioning kind of away from a technocratic paradigm because we've already kind of started that. Uh, I know Robert is is on his way towards that. He's becoming much more of a, like, mind hacker, I believe, uh, is, is kind of the, the route that you're kind of going. Is that right? Uh... Yeah. Um, I imagine that, especially because as you guys were talking about it, I was realizing I miss it too. I don't know what the state of the digital web and stuff is going to be in 2000 on, but um, I imagine that because you can use mind there, right? Oh yeah. You can use mind. And that is going yeah. to be an interesting one is you would, that would be the, if I knew about the digital web personally, that would be the first place I'd go if I wanted to find mages. However, yeah, and, I, and might I feel be like a, that's going to be a bit of a playground now. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a little bit different because um, uh, I'm not going to go, you know, deep into it and tell you guys kind of, but just as a proliferator, you might have like, you know, just checked out what technology is going on. We, we're probably advancing technology a little bit more than what the year 2000 had to a certain degree when it comes to the digital web. But it's the concept that like everybody's got you know, or a bunch of people now have high-speed internet instead of 56K modems. That all started happening in 1999 and 2000, 2001, and stuff like that. So I'm advancing that to a smaller degree, especially in Madison. And so the, the digital web is all of a sudden filled with a bunch of fucking mortals, you know, non-Magi people now. Uh, so that, that definitely changes... Uh, up the digital web quite a bit, but it'll you know big make it into a bigger playground as well. But it's not the not as easily just to walk in there and be like, okay, everyone here is a mage unless their icon sucks. <laughs> you know, now it's like everybody's icon is really good. Fuck, like why are all those fucking mortals running around here with voice and, and you know voice over IP everything like that? Like all the stuff that only people had uh, or only mages had. Uh, a lot of the people have now. I suddenly got concerned that uh, the big anti-dark web push was actually the technocracy trying to affect, trying to push that onto the sleepers. Oh uh, yeah, and and the dark web is actually just where all the made all the 
where all the, the mages moved to after the normies took over the internet. They're like, oh yeah, now we're just going to have a second internet with hookers and blackjack. <laughs> I feel that's accurate, actually. Dark web description. All right, cool. Is there any any other uh, wrap-up thoughts that anybody wants to kind of throw out there? Um, I'll kind of do a round at the end here just to fully wrap up, but is there anything that anybody wants to talk about on the after show about uh, Technogate 1999 or 2000 or you want to talk about your sister's nephew's birthday party? I don't know. You know, What do you got? <laughs> Uh, was there? I was gonna. Uh, this is for you. Uh, where th- was there any uh, worlds or um, paradigms, settings that you had like a, a sentence description of that we didn't get to because we kind of went into altered Earth? Uh, not really off the top of my head. Um, I think we hit up a lot of the places that I really wanted to kind of hit up. The only one that, uh, well, okay, Enoch is the only one that I kind of wanted to do, which was uh, the Vampire Haven. And it's like, uh, the, the it's basically inside of the um, Dark Umbra. It's inside of the Tempest, I believe, technically. And it's the first city of humans. Um, and, it you know, once it got destroyed, it kind of came over into the, the Shadowlands. And... The Black Hand has been using that as their like base of operation, and there's like three, te- possibly third generation vampires, um, which are like antediluvian, like super powerful, crazy things that sleep underneath there. And I kind of wanted to do this whole like you guys had to like do this whole super stealth like shinobi kind of mission, where you guys are gonna like go in and have to like sneak around and hide from all the vampires and have to get like down into the crypt of the the vampires um and into this like room with three antediluvians that are sleeping and like it, that that was an idea that i had that was uh gonna be interesting but we never we, we didn't go to quote unquote um hell uh you know that was the uh that was when you guys were choosing between the desert heaven or hell you know oh no <laughs> well, i'm glad we chose the other one <laughs> the desert was the 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 most normal thing that you were going to get but even that had a demon inside of it it was an ancient fucking you know empire that was their city that was built by the the, the vampires or uh, by the demons um that's what you guys kind of got out of that um but uh but yeah that was uh that was probably one of the ones that i kind of wanted to get to that we never got to um but we hit up a lot of the main places that i really you know there's some places that i wanted to go but there wouldn't there'd be no reason for you to go there like concordia which is like the head of the mage faction um there's new atlantis that i have for madison's horizon realm that we never went to um and that one's just like a float like if you've ever seen chrono trigger with the the floating uh city of uh zeal it's kind of like that where it's you know just a big chunk of fucking earth that's floating with um you know lakes and rivers that are flowing off of it and uh you have like this crazy um 
you know, mountain in the very center that's got this, you know, uh, what looks like the capital, but has instead of uh, only the north, south, and east, west wing, it has a or a total of ten wings on it, um, and it's like ten times the size of the capital. Um, so that's like where the mages hang out, and then they have like villages and shit, you know, that's basically the size of Madison's. 77 square miles of New Atlantis. Well, you never know. There's always 2,000. Yeah, 2,000 is going to be interesting um, because one of the things about all the Umbral Realms, um, and you kind of, you know, get this with your initial, like, investigations that you guys were doing, is that the, you know, all the realms are all fucked up. Like, all, like, when that nuke went off, like, something happened, and all of the realms are completely different now or you know not in the same location possibly even anymore and or just different uh you know like the whole whole thing has been shooken up so so we didn't prevent the apocalypse you didn't uh you didn't prevent a crazy event from happening you did prevent the world from falling to the names basically so the what happened after what you guys did made it so that the world doesn't become under the direct control of the nameless. Um, whereas if you guys didn't do what you were doing, the nameless would have taken over during this chaos. But you guys didn't necessarily stop the chaos from happening because that's that's bigger than something that you guys you couldn't stop the chaos from happening. But you could you could be kingmaker and you and basically the way that your father your father's plan was to make it so nobody was king at the end of it. Whereas the nameless was going to use all this insanity in order to, to to take over and then wipe out the entire, but it didn't. It also didn't necessarily kill the nameless. You'll maybe see about. We'll see how that all goes. I'm mad. I still have this institute because wasn't homeboy supposed to go destroy something? <laughs> um, the Saba or the uh, the black hand was supposed to be taken care gone. of. And, well, you don't know that. You have to go to Enoch in order to find that out. Crap. <laughs> oh, yeah, or let's, find a, let's get in some, the black hand. Let's, let's get in some, into some vampire lore. I mean, I'm already there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of have to. Uh... And yes, just in case anybody that hasn't like watched through and seen all the stuff we're doing with Vicissitude, we are using the Dirty Secrets of the Black Hand because it is a mage game, and it seems like the Dirty Secrets of the Black Hand was built not for a vampire chronicle, but for a mage, the Ascension Chronicle, when it comes to Vicissitude. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, we'll do just a, a little bit of a round of uh um you know kind of parting words if you will and um unless there's anything that anybody else wants to talk about before we wrap up here all right so we will start with phaedra go ahead and just give us some parting words parting wisdom and uh really looking forward to technogate 2020 oh and before i uh, sorry actually before we start that real quick um we will be doing a short intermission. I'm going to be running a uh, introduction to Madison um, Under Siege, which is a module that I'm creating for my Madison Under Siege book, um, which is a city book for mages for Madison, Wisconsin. Um, we're 
quite a bit of the ways through the uh, creation of that book right now. We're going to be running the module that'll be inside of the book, and we will kind of talk about some of that stuff, um, you know, before and after the module. Um, we'll kind of talk about what what we want to use this for, what I'm doing this for. Uh, but basically the idea is to give you a nice little introduction to Madison, Wisconsin in the world of darkness um, and, you know, what different locations that I have uh, detailed out, different factions that are inside of Madison, the different mages that are inside of Madison and kind of going through the history of what Madison is, as well as introducing a new bad guy to the, uh, the world of Madison under siege, which is uh, now Ghoul. Um, which you can find out a lot about once you once we publish our book, uh, Madison Under Siege Mage. So uh, with that, uh, Phaedra, go ahead and uh, give us some parting words. Okay. Uh, in, I guess, the spirit of Phaedra, drink water, eat your vitamins, uh, don't listen to the dark voices in your, in your heart, unless it's to resuscitate your mom. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> and Malachi. Uh, check your corners. Uh, no, no. I um. Uh, I guess that uh, thanks for thanks for taking us on this uh, this journey for for uh, almost two years, uh, going all the way back to the start of Technogate. Um, I've uh, enjoyed enjoyed being brought in and i've had a, i've had a lot of fun awesome awesome thank you man and thank you for being along with the trip as well and thank you all all the listeners all the all the people playing and um one of the things uh that, that kind of brings up in my mind real quick though is that i would like to have some guest stars come in at some point so one of the things i want to work on for technogate 2000 is to have some guest stars come on in and play a, a little round, uh, a little game with us and see uh, see how that works out, where we can kind of bring people in that are not permanent characters, but they'll play um, possibly an NPC or, you know, a character that they've created or um, a playable NPC character. Um, but uh, moving on, uh, Robert, any parting, are any parting words for our listeners? Uh, nothing, nothing big, just... It's been a lot of fun, and uh, I appreciate uh, everyone that's been listening in, and I hope some people have been learning along with me, because I hope I'm being helpful in that way. But I've had a blast so far, and I'm looking forward to uh, starting to get kind of powerful and seeing what really happens and what comes next season. Awesome. And Tycho, anything that you have for our listeners? Any, anything you want to get off your chest? Uh, okay, I think I got got two solid ones. Uh, first of all, always always thank your GMs. So thank you, Frozen Fallout, for running this. Uh, and second, don't be afraid to sing a little bit. Not too much. Just uh, just every once in a while. Does add a lot of flavor does add a lot of flavor i tell you that much one one singing episode uh, uh, a season sounds like a good idea to me netflix does it why can't we yeah absolutely 
Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. We're going to go ahead and wrap this on up, and uh, we will be back um, not next week. We're probably going to take a, a week or so break, um, and then we're going to do the intermission, and then we're going to do another little break while we finish building that book and hopefully you know, get closer to publishing that. Um, and then we will be starting up Technogate probably sometime in my my estimate would probably be saying september 6th so about a month from now is probably when we'll be starting up technogate 2000 but in between there we will have an intermission um, we might even have a character building session that we're going to record um so we are going to do some other recordings and stuff like that there is more stuff we're going to be doing but technogate itself will be on hold for about a month or so and then we'll be jumping into technogate 2000. So awesome. Thank you all for joining me today for this little after party and have a great night. Bye, everybody. Good night.